what's going on guys welcome back we are here at episode 13 all right <clears throat> so my voice is a little out <laughs> at the moment but um, I'm still recovering from a certain virus so even though I feel better I still got you know some uh, damage there but uh, anyways we are here at episode 13 and today I wanted to introduce something cool something different uh, to the show I know that uh, in previous episodes I had mentioned like an off-the-cuff type of segment for the show and today we're gonna bring that to life so pretty much this off-the-cuff or however I'm not sure how I'm gonna name it just quite yet but today's episode is going to be the first of many with different types of um, things I'm gonna bring to the podcast as well not just the personal development stuff okay so I really have been having this on my mind to talk about some of the experiences I've had in my own life um, besides just the hardships or just the trials and, oh my God, you know, I'm a warrior, (laughs) but uh, this is going to be something like that, but in an entirely different way. So I've had several things happen to me growing up, even to now where I'm at with dealing with the paranormal. Now, you may be somebody who does not believe in the paranormal, who gets scared, which if you get scared, it's like, I mean, how old are you? They grow up, you know? <laughs> but but if, you're, if you like that kind of stuff or have, have ever been interested, just know that a lot of those things that people talk about really do happen. I know that there are liars out there. I know people exaggerate the truth and shit or whatever, But I've had a lot of stuff happen to me in my life that is way too unexplained where I cannot just act like this did not happen to me, you know what I mean? So today's going to be a paranormal story time for episode 13. Hope you guys are ready. This is an absolutely true story of something that happened to me whenever I was a kid. Now, this situation, everything that transpired to this day, it has me at a loss for words. This was something that was so shocking to me that I couldn't really make sense of, but the fact that it was reoccurring was the most disturbing part. Now, I have no reason to exaggerate or lie about anything that happened. You know, I'm not just some, I'm not, I'm not making this up for clicks and views or anything like that. This is a really traumatic situation that really like messed me up as a kid. Like no, no lie. So I'm going to have this in three segments of, you know, different situations that had happened. And we're going to start at the beginning and we're going to just keep on going with how things went out, um, went on, I should say, over time. Part one, the house on Athens Street, Whistler's first appearance. Okay, so to kind of set the scene here, this was back in 2007 and I do believe this was at the beginning of the year or sometime in the spring if I'm not mistaken I was 11 years old and I was in the sixth grade now 
this situation happened in, in, in a time where I wasn't really like aware of the story times of paranormal stuff or all this stuff. I'm sure I was aware of like ghost stories and all that, but nothing that would make me like exaggerate something totally different, you know, like, uh, so this situation happened and it's so unique because I feel like I've never really heard this type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like you see like a ghost or you see a shadow or whatever, but this happened. It was so odd to me that to this day, I, I don't, I can never make something like this up, especially at 11 years old. It's just, it's just too detailed. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. It was early 07. I was in the sixth grade. Now, around this time, I would walk home from school. My middle school that I went to, which was Mason Middle School, it was maybe like a half a mile away from the house that my dad had. It was maybe like a few blocks or something like that away. Now, usually um, I would walk home with a really good friend of mine. Now, my sister and I, we both went to the same middle school, but she would kind of, you know, walk home with her friends and then I would walk home with just my friend who was also my uh, neighbor, kind of, lived a couple blocks over. So usually I would be the one to get home first. I would get home first, you know, I had, you know, my house key and everything, you know, back in the day, well, back in the day, but back in the 2000s, you know, it was more common just to walk all the way home from school and it, I, I kind of see that as a little dangerous you know what I mean if you don't have a phone or anything like that on you but it was a relatively safe neighborhood so it was fine but um I remember one day you know I, I had gotten home my friend that I had his house was a couple blocks away so we would walk and then in the direction of my house we would, you know, part ways, he would go home, and then my house was still, you know, a, a block ahead. So I would just start walking home from there. I remember I got home from school and I thought that my dad was there, but he wasn't. He had, he always had like several uh, pickup trucks because he, you know, he had a construction company that he owned. Now, I always knew that, okay, if one of the trucks are home, you know, maybe dad's here, maybe he's not. So I knew that one of the trucks was there in the driveway so I wasn't too sure if it was him or not but in my head I was just um I opened the door right I, I unlocked the door open it up and the second I opened the door something just seemed off and I remember I opened the door and I was like dad I was like dad and I, and I remember yelling you know in the in the entryway just to kind of see if he was home or not because I don't know what it was but something wasn't right. Like something just some, there was something about the energy that made me feel like I was not by myself or it made me feel like I was not alone in that, in that moment. So I just remember like, I, I kind of just, I kind of just walked in, but I remember not going any farther than just like a foot in. Cause I was like, dad, are you, are you here? Dad? Hello. And I didn't hear anything, but it felt like Okay, the best way I can describe it is, you know how you walk into a room 
of people who are talking and you walk into the room and then everything goes dead silent. Everything goes dead silent, but they're all still there, right? The energy's off. Something feels weird. Like, why are they withholding this? You know, why are they, why they stop talking when I walked in the room? It was kind of that same sort of eerie vibe of like, everything just went silent. If that makes sense. Like I walk in, you know, everything just, just, just cut, cut off. So I didn't feel like I was alone in the house. I just remember, like, I, I kind of looked, I remember just having that urge to just stay there. Don't walk all the way in because something felt dangerous. So I remember I called my dad's name a couple times. You know, like I said, I did not have my cell phone yet. I remember I got a cell phone later on that year, but I didn't have anything. You know what I mean? I didn't have the cool flip phones at the time or whatever it was. So I remember I just paused and I waited and I stood there. My hand was still on the door. You know, you open the, you open the front door and then there's, well, you open the, 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 the screen door and then the other door. So I had my hand on the screen door and then my hand on the actual door, kind of just leaning in thinking that my dad would be like, Hey bud or whatever. Cause a lot of times he would be in the kitchen or whatever. So I bullshit you guys not when I say this, but everything was so quiet and then I started hearing, okay, so straight ahead from where I'm at, this is like the entryway, you know, you go down straight ahead, there's a wall, and then to the left, that's the entryway to the kitchen. Now the kitchen is kind of like, you can't see it until you like walk all the way down, you know, the entryway and look in there. But the kitchen had two sliding doors leading to the backyard, and it also had um, a laundry room as well. So from that laundry room area in the kitchen, I can't really see it, but I started hearing a a bit of a commotion, like something like I, it just felt like, you know, whenever you hear someone walking and it's kind of like, like you kind of hear their steps or something like that. That's kind of how it was for a second. And then I'm sitting here and then out of nowhere from the kitchen, something starts whistling to me. And I don't mean like a quick whistle. It was like, it was like a fucking tune. It was like a song. And I, and I can't like, I I'm going to butcher it now, but like just how it went, like the, the whistling itself, it just imagine any little melody you hear someone doing when you're like at the store in your neighborhood, you know, it it was, it was kind of like a lower whistle, but I remember that it it just started. I was so fucking shocked when this happened because I was home alone that my body, oh, even as I'm saying it, I'm getting fucking chills. But I froze up so hard that I remember I just like yelled. I was just like, ah, like I just yelled something. I slammed the fucking door shut and then I took off running. Now I remember all I did was I just literally, I slammed the door shut. I literally fucking like dropped my backpack and everything. And I took off running down the fucking street. Now, I took off running down the street, well, down the the neighborhood, and luckily I saw my sister and her friend that were kind of turning the corner. They were turning the corner, and they saw me, and then they they thought I was just coming up there to say hi or whatever. So then I told them, I'm like, oh my god, my um, my house is like like something happened in the house. I just heard something, you know, whatever. I, I was freaking out. So all three of us, we all take off running, which is like, what the fuck are we really gonna do, right? But we all take off running like, back towards the house. And um, my sister and her friend, they were like some G's. They did not care. They were like ready to run up on somebody. I'm like, okay, guys, like, 
This is fucking, we got, we're dealing with something a little bit more here than just a schoolyard bully. This is a fucking monster. Like, don't go inside the house. So they run in there and they like bust open the door and shit. And they're like, what's going on or whatever. And then like, we don't hear anything. And I think my, my uh, sister's friend, she went to her house, which is a couple houses over and she like grabbed like some butcher knives and shit. Like we just like grabbed like some kitchen knives and we were just standing there by the door. And then like, we were just like, we had all the knives like placed down in case something happened. And this whole time, like there's no way we can call my dad. Like I, I don't, I think my sister might've had her cell phone at that point in time, but I don't know. I just remember we had to sit there and we waited. We waited for a long time. And then my uh, my sister's friend, and mind you, we didn't wait inside. We waited in the fucking door. Like we waited outside, like just sitting there, like not wanting to go in the house. Cause for all we know, there could have been a fucking killer in there. You know, there could have been a, a real person, not, like fuck paranormal. This could have been something fucking dangerous. You know what I mean? So, but nothing happened though. Like, I don't know if, you know, I think about all the, all the fucking like, alternative or whatever that could have happened i'm thinking okay well maybe somebody broke into the house and what if they you know ran out of the door the the back sliding door whenever i took off running you know what i mean what if it was some shit like that i don't know man it's it's scary to think about because not only if it could have been something paranormal but that could have been something life-threatening you know what i'm saying and i don't know i i remember like we tried to think about that, but nothing made sense why they would be able to leave like that. I don't know. But anyway, so we're there waiting. And I remember this was on a Friday. This was on a Friday because that was the day uh, we were going to my mom's. Uh, my parents were not together at this time. So it was always either at my dad's or my mom's. But it was on a Friday. And I remember that because my mom had gotten there first to come pick us up. So I'm over over there like crying. And well, I was fucking crying. Like I was- <laughs> my sister wasn't I was fucking like I was losing my shit yo so it was just the scariest thing ever and this is only the start this is only the first thing that happened to me because this situation right here was the first of several instances I had and not only just in that house part two the house on Lawrence Street, second occurrence. Okay, so we're gonna move on a bit here. This was about four or five months later. The year was still 2007, I was still sixth grade but this was more so leaning towards the end of the school year. I do remember that. Now in Michigan, the school year gets out a little bit later than it does here in Texas. In Michigan, I'm not sure how they still do it to this day, but it's not until June that they actually get released for summer vacation. So this next place was a new house that we had moved to. I remember, right as soon as we moved to that house it was like it was pretty empty it was you know wasn't we didn't really have much furniture at the time you know we were kind of like restarting and adding a bunch of stuff like you know just how you do whenever you get a new place so 
we had moved to a new condo and this one was even closer to the school now this one right here was probably about one block and then right over the street like they had there's, there's this big bridge you cross over to get to the school so you cross the big bridge as soon as i cross that over literally right into the neighborhood and i'm home so this day if the exact same situation almost not fully identical but very similar to what had happened um at first all right so i remember at this point in time you know i was walking home from school i had probably gotten there like right after we got out because as soon as school would get out at the time i was just i was just ready to go home like i didn't want to be anywhere i just wanted to go straight home take this backpack off and just go and relax so i remember i had gotten there first of course and my dad was not home yet um my grandma she would go visit us a lot but she wasn't there at the time either neither was my sister now this house was a little bit different where it was kind it was kind of like a tri-floor house i don't know if you're familiar with those kind of floorings where why well, know obviously if you're listening in texas you aren't familiar with it at all but some places um they'll have a, a tri-floor kind of type of style house where if you go into the technically the basement of the house and you look out the window it's only about like halfway into the ground if that makes sense like you'll look out your window and it'll be like grass like right there at the at the bottom of the window uh, frame, if that makes sense. Now, I've lived in a tri-floor house um, a few times, you know, in my life and all that. But just to kind of give a better, like, kind of understanding of the flooring, because that kind of comes into play here. Now, we were um, not to use the front door when we got home, because, you know, the carpet, you drag, you know, your feet in the mud, and, you know, it, it was just... My dad just had that rule where there's a side door we can go into where it, you open up the door and it's like this playroom area. You open the door, it's a big kind of like playroom area and if you go to the left, it leads to like a three-step thing that kind of goes up onto the other floor, quote-unquote. If that makes any sense, you go you go, go through the playroom, you go around the corner, there's these three steps, you kind of go up and that leads to the kitchen. Wraps around, right? Now, from the kitchen's view, there's this big opening that, um, like right above the sink, there's this big opening that kind of like leans out onto, like where you can see out, I meant to say, you can see out into the, the lower playroom, which is a few feet lower than where the kitchen's at. All right, so that all comes into play here because I kind of have to kind of draw out the scene for you a little bit the best I can with my words, right? So I got home, you know, I came in through the, the playroom area which is also next to the garage. Anyways, I came into the playroom area and I remember I walked inside really quick and I was just thirsty. And I came came in, I, you know, I, I went up the steps, I went around the corner, like, you know, up the steps into the kitchen. Now, at this point in time, I'm in the kitchen, right? And I opened the refrigerator because I'm like thirsty. There's nothing to drink there, of course, whenever I'm thirsty. And I remember all there was was like this fucking soy milk, <laughs> which is weird as it sounds, but uh, we had soy milk there on the door of the fridge. So I remember I literally just opened up the refrigerator, grabbed this soy milk, and I just remember I started chugging it out of the fucking thing, the cartridge, whatever, the box, because you know, they come in boxes. And so behind me, 
let's just say I'm facing towards the playroom, right? Let's say I'm facing towards the kitchen sink that, that you can see out into the playroom. Behind me is a little island bar, and then behind that, that's obviously the living living area, living room. Now, it's the living room, and then it's a really, really long hallway, which has, you know, my room, my sister's room, my dad's room, and then the, the bathroom as well. So there's this really long hallway with a bunch of, you know, stuff. So, um, I, I'm drinking this milk, right? And then I start to hear something down the fucking hallway. And I stop, and I, and I, I kind of like freeze, and I'm, it's so crazy, because it's like mid- I don't know, mid-drink or whatever, but I had this thing up, like, chugging it like it was, like, a freaking bottle of water. I'm chugging it or whatever, and I stop and I hear it. I just remember I turn. So just imagine me drinking this soy milk, you know, freaking bottoms up and shit, like, oh, like, drinking it down, and I hear it, and I just remember I turn, you know, I look to the side, right, and then I hear something moving down the fucking hallway, and then I stop because I thought I was home alone, and for a second, I was just like, I was like, hello? I was like, is anybody here? You know, I, I kind of still holding this drink. I, I let go. I kind of, you know, put it down. I still have it in my hands as if it was some kind of weapon or some shit, but I'm holding it tight. I'm like, hello? And then I bullshit you not. I heard the whistling sound coming down the hallway again. And this time, whenever it happened, it was not, it wasn't, like the same sort of melody that I had heard before. This was like a, it was like a lower type of melody that was playing. And it was like a long one. It was like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm butchering it right now because I'm like too hyped up to even think about it. But it was just, imagine like a lower melody type of thing, but it was a fucking melody though. That's the thing. It was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a gust of wind. This was like a song that was playing. Like someone was singing a tune, right? Now, when I tell you, I fucking froze up and like, I don't know. Cause at this point it wasn't like before where I'm like in the doorway and I'm like peeking in like, hello, whatever. This was way fucking different because I was in that bitch. I was deep in the fucking house at this point. I'm like in the middle of the house. So my, I don't know what happened, but I thought I was like going to die. Like I really was like, damn, this fucking ghost, this spirit got me, like, in that moment, so, I fucking grabbed it, I already had the soil milk in my hand, right, so I just remember I fucking bolted from the kitchen all the way down the steps, I think I might have even tripped when I'm running down the steps, I didn't fall, but I remember, like, I twisted my ankle really bad, and I ran out the fucking playroom, and I, I run through the playroom, and I fucking open the door and shit, and I'm just gone, I run out of there, and I'm, like, freaking out, and then the same thing happens, I run down the street, see my sister and her friend, let them know what's going on and stuff, and then that time, it was, it was shitty, because I remember, like, my dad, we had gotten home, and they were just like, all right, you're probably, you're making, they, I, I just remember, like, there was a disregard for that experience that time, like, I felt like my grandma and my dad kind of were, I don't know, I just, I just felt like they didn't really believe me, the second time, because it was only a few months later, and it's right in the next house, and, you know, kids exaggerate, and kids make things up, like, I totally, totally fucking get that, so a part of me couldn't really be mad at them, because it was, 
it's 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 kind of like expected for kids to exaggerate and lie but i fucking i I swear to everything i love that this second situation absolutely happened and mind you this house the house before they were not very far away from each other only like a few blocks away and i i just that house and the one before there was already a few things going on there that felt like a little bit odd. I'm not saying they were both haunted, but I just remember there was there was things that were already kind of like going down or happening, like little experiences or whatever from different people who had either came to visit us or the, for us who lived there, which is really just us three, which is me and my dad and my sister. So, yeah, that's the pretty much the gist of what happened for the the second time but if the second time isn't crazy enough just oh man imagine imagine this happening again but states away part three a summer vacation but not a getaway third occurrence Now, there were several more incidents that had taken place before this next part I'm about to tell you. Here's the thing though, this is where it gets a little tricky. Now, these other occurrences that took place, they all happened in a time whenever it was, I was not alone. So, even though these two situations, these other couple situations I'll briefly go over they absolutely did happen but I can't fully rule these out as if maybe somebody was just whistling in the neighborhood you know could have been anybody so for these two situations I don't really consider them like full like experiences but they absolutely do feel like they were I just can't prove I I can't like come to the conclusion that it was that same um spirit or entity whatever because these were places that were around people now i had an incident um whenever i was in middle school this was in gym class and i remember i was looking over it's way too hard to explain how the gym layout kind of was but pretty much there's like this level above the basketball court off to the side that you kind of enter through and um, since my middle school was a bit on a hill, this part of the building was kind of going downhill. So when you walk in from the hallway to the gym, there's that floor right there, and then you go down a bunch of steps to get to the main gymnasium. So um, <clears throat> one day, I forgot what it was we were doing, but I, I remember I was kind of alone by this corridor, and I was kind of just leaning over it, and this was actually the same year. Well, yeah. It was the same year that the same. It, it wasn't more than a year after. I remember I was in the seventh grade at this point, but there was a situation, excuse me, that happened where I was leaning over and I heard this whistling coming from down the corridor. Nothing was down that corridor except for the locker rooms 
everybody was out in the field. They were they were either outside or everybody was coming inside. But I remember for some reason there wasn't there was no one that was that close by me. And then I start hearing this whistling coming from the corridor below from where I'm at. Now, where I'm leaning over, it probably stood about maybe 12 or 13 feet above the floor beneath. And I can't fully say that that's what that was because maybe it was a janitor. Maybe it was a random, you know, kid who knew how to whistle well, which is strange. But yeah, that's one that I can't really say is a full, you know, situation. Now, the other situation was pretty scary. It was scary. Obviously, they're all fucking scary, right? But it, it was more so scary because it was at night and I was outside and I was with my cousin. We all lived at a certain point in time. This is a few. I was this is probably another year later. I was probably around 13. We were all outside and we were riding down the bikes. Me and my cousins were. We would always get the bikes and we would all. We just so happened to have four like working bikes so we were all just go on bike rides all the time i remember that during the summer of 08 and i remember me and my cousin and i'm pretty sure if i ask her this she'll she will remember but there was a time when her and i were driving down the bikes and i forgot i had a flat tire or she had a flat tire but pretty much all the way down the street it kind of turned into like this um a cul-de-sac or whatever and um at the bottom of the hill so all the way at the bottom of the hill there was this cul-de-sac so there was houses like surrounding us like full 180 i mean not full 180 but you know what i mean you look around every direction and there are houses now i remember whenever this took place it was really late nobody was outside all right so we're trying to get this bike to work. I remember it's super late. All we have is just this one street light. We're trying to use the light to see under. And then I, we start to hear this whistling. And at this point in time, she knew about what had happened to me. And so did, you know, pretty much everybody. But um, we were like freaking out because we started hearing it. And we look and I'm looking and we look, maybe it's a man on his porch or maybe somebody's in their backyard. And you can kind of see the houses were, they weren't big houses. They were small houses. You know what I mean? This is in Pontiac. So this was like, a, they these houses were not big. I'll just say that. And the neighborhood was not good either. But that's another, that's another story. Anyway, but um, there was just, I from what, what we could see, there was nobody outside. And I started hearing the whistling and I froze. And my cousin and my cousin started freaking out too. And I asked her, I'm like, oh, you can actually, you can hear it too. You hear it? And she's like freaking out too. And she's like, oh my God, Cardi, oh my God, oh my God. And we're like turning and trying to see where is this grown up? Where is this person at who's probably just fucking with us or just messing with us? You know what I mean? But there was nobody out there. And uh, it, it, it was such an ugly, eerie feeling that I remember we had to run back up the fucking thing we couldn't abandon one another because we had to bring the bikes and one of the bikes i think was down so we had to like run with the bike up it was such an ugly feeling because all we could really all we really had was just this one light un like over us and then that's it then we just got to get got to run up the up the street in the dark with these the, the, one of the broken bikes so yeah, the, those are just two brief, you know, kind of uh, situations that had happened from my own recollection, what I can remember. 
And um, was it the same situation? I don't know, because it very well could have been somebody out there that we just didn't see. All right, now to the main situation, what happened? So this was, this is fast forwarding um, further down the line now. So this is a few few years later. I thought this story was behind me. I didn't think anything else would happen. I thought that it was all just like in my past, right? Well, uh, I kind of spoke too soon. Like I kind of, you know, like I, I don't know. I was careless with, with that thinking because uh, here's what happened. So this is in 2011 at this point in time. I was 15. I was almost 16. I remember that, but I was 15 at the time. My birthday is in August. So when you have a birthday kind of in the middle of the year, you're always like two ages for a long time of the year. Right. But, um, I remember this was right before my birthday because one of my other cousins and I, we went to, um, South Carolina to visit my grandmother and her and my grandfather, her husband. So we always would go on trips to go see her during the summertime. We'd be there for about a month or so, and then we would come back to Michigan. So it was just her and I that went that time. My sister did not go with us that summer, but we were, this is in South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, well, actually West Columbia, South Carolina. And I just remember we always had the best time there but to kind of narrow it down as much as I can to like kind of it's a story for another day because those are some fun times there too but pretty much to sum it up it was one night I was first beginning my whole little crusade with seeing what it was that what is fitness and what is working out and all that stuff so I remember we would watch these workout videos we try to work out and stuff and then I would try to get as like get this workout in and be all cool and at the time you know that's whenever like jersey jersey shore the original series was out and everyone was just trying to be fit and tan or whatever i don't know when you're a teenager you just kind of you don't know what the fuck you're doing right but i remember it was one night this was probably at one o'clock in the morning now my cousin she was there my grandmother has two guest rooms and they're on the opposite side of the house from where her room is at so my cousin was in one guest room and I was in the other. Now, I was just getting out of the shower. I was about to go to sleep, but before I did did that, I was reading. So I, I do like to read books. Um, I have not read books in about uh, several months now, but I am an avid reader. I do have a bookshelf and everything. I do love reading. But um, at the time I was super into just reading books. So I was just like, okay, I'll read a chapter or two before I, you know, go to bed. So I was reading, I kind of sat there and I'm sitting at the edge of this bed. All I had on was, you know, I just, you know, pajama shorts or whatever, and a tank top. And then I'm just sitting there with, um, the, the, this dark lamp it didn't really work that well, but it was kind of low lit and it lit up enough for me to be able to see what I was reading. So anyway, I was sitting there at the edge of the the corner of the bed I'm just trying to like paint this picture as best as I can you know what I mean it's dim lit you know what I'm saying <laughs> but it was it was dim lit the you know no, nothing was going on outside it's in a rural rural area sorry excuse me it was in a very rural area and it wasn't you don't hear a lot of noise or commotion or cars or anything like that 
you know, my grandparents, they live on a um, acre of land. So the neighbor, you can see the neighbor from the house. Sure. But it's, it's a, it's a distance if you know what I mean. So we're sitting there. Well, I'm actually, I'm sitting there. Sorry guys, but I, I, I'm sitting there and, um, I just remember I'm sitting at the edge of this bed trying to read, just trying to relax and stuff. And then I hear like a bit of a commotion start to come from the corner of the room. Now on the side of the, behind the bed frame of where I'm at, there's a window. The wall next to that facing the front yard, there's these two big windows with those big old, you know, big old fat blinds, the heavy ones, but they look kind of cool. And that was it. So there's like these three big windows in this room, right? So I'm just sitting here and I'm kind of like, I freeze up for a second and I look up and I'm like, what is, like, what, what was that? What was that noise? Because like, I heard a little commotion. And then out of nowhere, I bullshit you not, excuse my language here, from the corner of the room, from where I'm at, I start to hear whistling. And this whistling was like, it was like, it was just like any old song that you hear. That shit fucked me up so bad. It, it was, it really, really messed me up. It was, uh, uh, I, I just remember it was the most terrifying thing ever because I was home already. You know what I mean? I was, I was home. I was already about to go to sleep. Nobody in this house was awake but me. Now, as soon as I, I, I heard this, it was it felt like it was coming from by the window in the corner of the room. And I don't know if it was coming from the outside of the window or if this was coming from inside. You know what I mean? But I knew it was right there by the window. And it fucking, uh, it shook me to the core. Because you're really vulnerable at that point in time. You're in your pajamas about to go to sleep. You're reading a book and everything's quiet and stuff. You're not ready to you know, go through something like that. I mean, when are you ever ready to go through something paranormal? But I just remember I felt so scared because it was just me in that room and in the house, I was the only one awake. So I just remember I ran out there. I ran to the bathroom, which is weird, but I did. I just remember running out of the room, running into the bathroom. And I, just, I remember I called my sister or whatever. And I was just like trying to tell her what's going on. I knew she'd be awake because it's summertime and you know, teenagers, they're always up <laughs> around that time. So she was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Oh my God, whatever. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I just like, as selfish as this sounds, I remember I, um, I just like kind of ran into my cousin's room to wake her up to make sure she was okay. Cause I thought there was like an intruder or some sort of like, I thought it was, you know, what, I don't know what it was. I was, I was terrified. My cousin jumps up out of the bed and she's like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm telling her what, what's happening. I heard it or whatever. Then um, we had to go tell my grandma what had happened. So we go all the way across, even though everything was all dark and terrifying, we still go all the way across the house to go tell my grandma, let her know what ha what had happened. All right, so we tell her what happened, and my grandma wakes up, and she and my my grandma, well my uh, my grandpa, my grandma's my step grandpa, he was asleep. And my grandma didn't want to like wake him up and stuff. So she was like, what's going on? She came out there like, what happened? What happened? And I'm telling her, like, I heard the whistling again. Like the, this instance that happened to me, you know, those years ago, you know, back at my dad's house, it, ha it just, it just happened again and we're freaking out. So 
she proceeds to go and I'm like, Grandma, what are you doing? She's like, you guys stay here. And she grabs a flashlight and I bullshit you not. She bolts out the back door with a flashlight. And I'm like, Grandma, it's not safe out there. There's like fucking ghosts. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. But there was a, there was something in the house. You know what I mean? Something there. Something very present. But my grandma ran around the house. And it was, it happened so fast. I didn't, I could have like, I was so paralyzed with fear. I didn't think she was going to run out the back door, run around and try to see what's going on. But she walked all the way around the house and everything uh, came back or ran around the house, came back. And then she was like, I was, I was looking out there. I had the flashlight going everywhere. And, um, there was nothing there. I didn't see anything or whatever. And I was just like, grandma, that could have fucking, that could have ended very tragically. You know what I'm saying? And as funny as that was, that she did that, it was still like, I was paralyzed with fear. You know what I mean? So we, I remember me, my cousin, we just like slept in the living room that night. Um, everything was like fine after that or whatever. But, uh, yeah, there was other things too that had kind of went down that summer, but I, I guess I can save that for another, another time. Cause this is a long episode, but, uh, yeah, that was the third occurrence and it was not something that was very pleasant at all. This very ugly feeling. And I just remember, I thought I was going crazy. I, I thought, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I'm not going to invalidate that situation because that absolutely did happen, you know? So I don't know, man, there's, there's other worldly things out there and I've gone through some things, but this one is, um, one of the more in-depth, like scary ones for sure on the list of things that I've actually been through. So yeah. Alright everybody, that is going to wrap up this week's episode. I really appreciate everyone for making it this far. If you did make it this far, that's awesome. That just tells me that you really do want to hear everything that is going down in this story. But um, yeah, for future, um, I'm sorry, in the future, I do want to speak on more paranormal things, experiences I went through different style um story times i can definitely do i know this one is kind of the first uh so it's a little bit thrown together it's not scripted or something that was written out or anything like that it kind of just came to me and i just started speaking on it based on memory so if i trailed off a little bit i apologize but it's just it's a work in progress you know what i mean in the future future story times i, w- I will have stuff more written out I was just trying to kind of see and kind of gauge how it was for me to be able to record and recount my own story just based off of memory but I think it did I think it was pretty good I think it was pretty good you know <laughs> but um and I know you guys just uh appreciate you guys again for checking it out I love you all so much for listening um make sure to love yourself be kind be kind to yourself be kind to others and I will catch you guys in the next one all right bye guys